this week's episode of Fear For It Podcast uh-huh. is brought to you by pronouns. Uh-huh. So last week we talked about pronoun policing and then it came to fruition about girls policing their own pronouns. Um oh, I'm a full man. Stop calling me sis. <laughs> I'm not a first lady. You've been a first lady this whole time. That's how we met you. You was a first lady when we met you. Oh you God. was down to the t- down Y'all to the pulpit talking about being delivered. Um, and we knew you wasn't delivered then. We knew that you had a, a thong on. I'm not a first lady. Under the three-piece suit. And that's the only reason we've still been tuned into you on social media because you're funny. You're hilarious. Wow. You're a joke. The biggest joke. Um, the, well, mm. that's the mean. This sounds like bullying. We should stop. I'm not bullying him. Okay. I don't he want still, it to be like the Netflix series where the girl commits suicide. No, I'm not bullying him because oh. he's still going to be doing his same first lady things. I'm pulling up in her fur words from Nemeth. Yeah. And so if I was bullying him, he would stop. And so <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not bullying him because he's going to continue. And stop calling me sis. I'm a butch queen. That's what I posted on my Instagram. <laughs> Y'all better know y'all pronouns. I was Again. like, I'm a butch queen, I think. And then I was waiting for somebody to co-sign. Like, yeah, Ron, Ed, Ron, you are a butch queen. But nobody did. So I was because like, so, you're not a butch queen. Am I still a sis? No, you're just a queen. <laughs> oh, oh, shout out to Betty LaBelle. <laughs> it's okay to just be a queen. Everybody Aretha. can't be a butch queen. Shout out to Diana. Shout out to Beyonce. This week's episode is brought to you by those pronouns. Yeah, gender pronouns. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Black Jason Stackhouse, and BKA your mama's best. BKA, the reason I ain't got no gift this Christmas, because we waiting to text time. BKA that, child. You get on my nerves. That's the Black Christmas, February. <laughs> They're like, oh, you thought Christmas is in December? No, February 14th, when we get this text Waiting back. on these W-2s. So, I am all of those things. And this is Here For A Podcast, your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness. What's our icebreaker this week? Before we get to our icebreaker... Oh. Before uh, the icebreaker, the icebreaker is supposed to break the ice. I know. We're going to break the ice in five <laughs> seconds. Uh, rest in peace to Combat Jack. Oh, my gosh. One of the forefathers of podcasting. Yes. Um, there. If you don't know who Combat Jack is, go tune in. Go find Combat Jack. Um, all your favorite podcasts, including this yes, one. including this one. Including this one. Has <laughs> yes. listened to Combat Jack, knows Combat Jack. We... It inspired all of our all, faith. Inspired all of us. <laughs> so it's like Beyonce. He is the father of yeah. Combat Jack R.I.P. Um, so there's that. Our icebreaker this yes. week is because we were joined by Queens. I have met Ronald Matters. If, oh. if no one knows the story. Some of y'all know the story. <laughs> oh, wow. A few of us know the story. Um, I met Ronald Matters through Drag Race. Okay. This is the end of the year, so we're going to say a lot of shit that we probably wouldn't say in other episodes. Uh, but I met Ronald Matters through Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I am happy to have met Ronald Matters through Drag Race. It has changed my life. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Ronald Matters through that meeting. I appreciate you. I would like to know what your drag know. name is. 
That is our icebreaker this week. <laughs> God damn. I want my drag name to not be like something too classy. Because, of course, why would it be? It just can't be. It wouldn't be your name then. Like um, classy, but I can't pick a name normal. like Tanya because like I don't look like a Tanya. My head too big, and then with a wig on it, child, this is aggressive. Um, but I guess my drag name would be like something. I want it to be at least four syllables. Um, same, but short so it could be cute on a flyer. Because oh, not if I at wanted, least four syllables, like a lot of syllables. Or you because if I wanted syllables? my drag name to be preposterous. Oh, like no, there's too many words. There's too many syllables. So that's stuff. already your drag name, <laughs> preposterous. I, but I was thinking, <laughs> I was seriously thinking preposterous. But I'm like, there's too many syllables. It can't be on a, a flyer. I need to. I need it to be like Alexis. So or, you need to. No, you need to make it preposterous. But spell, it, spell it wrong. Okay. Without all the letters, so they'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. P R P T O U S. But what I'm trying to give it to my Johns in the coop, I can't like. He, I, he can't take me to dinner because my name preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> but she gonna be preposterous anyway, so <laughs> I can't. So Ron Reynolds' drag name is preposterous. Yeah, and I'm just waiting on the drag mother to take me in, so I can get a list name. <laughs> my drag name would be um, Toya because <laughs> I'm from Detroit, and Toya. It, <laughs> it, it, it makes it on so many levels, Toya. Toya sucks or Toya fucks is my drag name. <laughs> wow. Toya sucks or Toya fucks. Y'all tell me which one. It should be Toya sucks or Toya fucks. Toya sucks. Toya sucks. Don't give your whole up to everybody. Right, because Toya uh, sucks. The whole is. It, it plays on itself. It's like, Damn. Toya sucks. Well, does she? Because you know her name. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mm. How about that? So, that's our icebreaker this week. <laughs> my name is preposterous. Contrary to <laughs> No, the definition. <laughs> the definition. Con- contrary to reason or common sense, <laughs> utterly absurd. There's no, there's no, there's no cameras here. But right when he said that, I pointed right to him because that is his motherfucking name. His name is preposterous from here on out. Don't refer to him as shit else. And we are drunk because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Happy All Kwanzaa. The What's the juice? What's the what's that? Oh, called? I don't know. Oh, they don't do that, know. right? Okay. Um, <laughs> but all of those things. My name is preposterous. <laughs> Your name is preposterous from here on out. Oh, what's going on in my topics? Mariah is about to redeem herself. What's that? In in the in the key of preposterous. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey is going to do New Year's Eve again. Like, ma'am, ma'am. sis. Give us a year to forget what the fuck you just no, did last no, year. No. Baby, no. no. Go do a private concert where they so, pay you 2.4 or something. Unless, Whatever y'all get at the private gigs, go do that. Unless Mariah is, got, is about to give us, I don't think she is. Unless Mariah is about to give us Mariah from 98. I need a full panel production. 97, 96, 95. I need stairs. If she's not going to give us lives. that Mariah. I need... She should have waited a year to come back to this. I need choreography. I need. She's never given us choreography. She's done a good knee bop. You know when you move your knees left and right. That's not choreography. That's this. That's Mariah Carey choreography. They were used to. That's something itches. She, that's not choreography. That's something itches. Yeah, I'm gonna scratch it. She want to scratch the back of her knees. <laughs> that's not choreography. Not right now. And we don't look to Mariah for choreography. We look to her for many things. She's the queen of all of the things. I Beach not, wave hair. I'm not shading a her. A good 
foundation. I'm just saying. Makeup. Teeth. Choreography is not. That's uh-huh. not the destination that we put in our Uber. <laughs> when we're looking for choreography. That's not Mariah Carey. Um, so she's going to do Mariah, New Year's Eve again. Yep. Lord, please cover her. Um, she's going to need full coverage cut. Co- cover all of those things. Yeah. Um, Tis the season to be a queen. Uh... Preposterous and, queen? Uh, well, you are. We already established you are a preposterous queen. But I don't know how to spell it. Oh my god! You'll learn by the end of this episode. Uh, Quad has been a queen, mm. and a queen in a bad way mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I have watched Quad on Married to Medicine, and this last episode gave me more of the bad queen that I didn't think she was. I really thought that I know Memphis women. I know them. Somewhat up close and personal, um, but what she gave me in this last episode was a fraud, and so when Mariah called Quad a fraud, Quad the fraud, I just was like, oh, that was that was a weak read. It was a reek, a weak tagline. It it was weak. But then when I see Quad perpetuating the fraudulence that Mariah was talking about, I was like, oh, maybe it made sense. Because the very last episode of Mariah, uh, Married to Medicine, Mariah to Medicine, Married to Medicine, her husband was reading her about, I can't call you because sometimes you block me. And then she said, no, I don't block you. I don't know what you're talking about. She presented that none of that ever happened. And then the very next episode, he called her. It might have been with the bullshit. I'm not saying it's not. Because... Yeah. And she was with Toya. And she was AKA with... AKA you. AKA me. <laughs> I was in the car. <laughs> in the coop. Yeah. And she said, if he called me one more time, I'm just going to block, block him. I'm just going to block him. And that's what that's what gave me so much fraudulence of her saying, I don't do that. I wouldn't do that to you. And then the very next episode, you're threatening to block the nigga for calling you to talk about y'all. Literally on camera. On camera, you're threatening to block him for calling to talk to you about y'all relationship slash marriage slash the things y'all got going on. That told me what he said the episode prior was true. And you said it was a lie. You're fraudulent for that. Especially when she was just filming with a girl in New Orleans. It was like, oh, I don't want to talk about my sex life with my husband with you. I'm not going to do that. But then as soon as we get in the coop, oh, then you're just going to give me all your business, all your tea. So, girl, either do, do you like me? Are we really sisters? Or you just... Mm. Whatever Bravo need this week, mm. or whatever you feel like you need to give Bravo. Well, this she need to pay for this hundred and fifty to hundred and seventy thousand dollars. It was one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. And when I Googled, and when I Googled her, it Custom. said that she made five hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, so you spent a thirty year annual budget on this car? All right. Well, at the same time, offering Dr. G to pay the rent for a year. All right. First of all, shout out to Dr. G because he was like, this chick gonna bounce. <laughs> There, and he knows her like that. <laughs> it was like, oh, you offered me a check. Cool. <laughs> Cute. Um, God bless them. But Marriage and Medicine continues to be consistently watchworthy. Um, and I don't know where Real Housewives of Atlanta is continuing to fail, but they should be looking to Marriage and Medicine because it continues to be watchworthy and Real Housewives of Atlanta just continues to fall flat. I don't care about Portia no more. I don't care about Nene. I don't care about they fake beef. Senia's courtship is cute. Cynthia. Cynthia. What did I say? Cynthia. I'm like, who is Cynthia? This your drag name. My drag name is Toya still. <laughs> um, but Cynthia, you know I love you, but mm, yeah. I don't care to watch. 
it just I, it feels like it's going towards cancellation. Mm-hmm. So, ain't nothing hot this week. We're going into our gay Olympics. I was going to say we have our awards ceremony. We're going into our gay Olympics, and so as promised last week, mm-hmm. this is our year-ending episode. We're going to give you the winners, the losers, and the forgettables of 2017. Um, some people won. There was a lot of winners this year. Some people lost. And they're going to continue to take these mm-hmm, L's. Mm-hmm. Some people, we should have forgot them last year, year before last. They should never have been in the history books. But whatever, they're there. So this is our Gay Olympics episode. Off top. Oh, first up was our most turned. There were two people um, that we nominated last week. And so if you haven't listened to the episode last week, make sure you go back to that episode and listen so you'll know what we're talking about now. We did have some colorful commentary. But the two people we picked were Cardi B and Angela Rye. Absolutely. Both of them had a turnt ass fucking gear. Cardi pussy popped on the charts. Pussy popped on the charts on everybody's fucking mentions. She's currently on the cover of Billboard because Billboard was like, girl, this is the girl who owned it. She did. All of 2017. And we've been knowing and looking at Cardi B for like three years because of love and hip hop mm-hmm. and because of Instagram. But we, no one expected her to become a household fucking name. And she's a household name. Rap, arguably, legend. Um, but Angela Wright gave you the same things in the political commentary world. She started... One on one with Angela Rye, which is on the Loudspeakers Network. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. Um, so you know, Angela Rye had a full calendar year, and especially even last week when she had us all laughing at, "I'm do something you can't do, and she can't do." But ah! <laughs> Angela Rye, who is <laughs> the winner, Sorry. she's definitely the winner. Most turned, <laughs> she had the most turned year because here's the deal: Cardi B was turned all year. Yeah, but. Cardi B's a rapper. She's supposed to be turned like that. Yeah. Angela Rye is a political commentator. Yep. She was the head of the Black HBCU Caucus. HBCU. Well. Black Caucus. Mm-hmm. Well, probably the head of the Black Child. HBCU Caucus and those as girls well. As well. <laughs> okay. Probably the head of that as well. But she was the head of the Black Caucus in the Congress. And for her to just be so black in one moment and everybody to identify with that blackness of I saw that hating ass bitch failing. Yep. And I'm going to be petty in this moment. Uh-huh. Because y'all paying me right now, but yeah. y'all don't have to be paying me. Hashtag chick. She was the most turned. She was able to get the most turned. She was able to get on seeing motherfucking in. With the white lady just sitting there across the globe, her mouth being quiet. Across the globe, hundreds of millions of viewers and say, ah, <laughs> girl, Bye. Bye, Felicia. So, most hurt. Angela Rye. Thanks, I Angela con- Rye. Uh-huh. Yeah, we love you. Icon in the making. Um, I picked John Boyega because I love him. He's been in a lot of great things in 2016, 17, I'm sorry. 2017. 15, because The Force Awakens came out in 15. A lot of things. John Boyega is turning it. Um, and you picked Cardi B. So John Boyega has had a real turn year because we have not seen black people in the space of Star Wars since Lando Calrissian. And so who exactly? Who is it? So let me Google. So everyone that's not a nerd like me, sorry, is not a sci-fi aficionado like me. 
may not know who Lando Calrissian is, but Lando Calrissian was the first smooth talker black nigga in Star Wars when there were no black niggas. And so we've had 30 years since we had a black nigga in Star Wars. John Boyega came to fill that role. And then at the, the party. And then at the premiere, brought his whole motherfucking family. Who you bring to a When you go to a Hollywood premiere, you bring your mama. Can you get two tickets? No, you girl. Your, I want seven. You bring your dad. Oh, no. There was 13 of them. <laughs> 13 tickets. No, there was, no he, there was 13 of them. Um, You bring your mama. You bring a date because you want people to see you being cute and yeah. things like that. John Boyega brought his whole black ass motherfucking family because it's Star Wars. And I'm also starring. So he had a really turnt year. Absolutely. That was weak. Oh, there you go. Okay. He really did have an extremely turnt year. But. Well, you picked Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. It, did Cardi B win? Cardi B is going to be an icon. Jo- uh, so Jumbo the Yanko. same way over John Boyega. Okay, yeah, you just Cardi- gave John Boyega all day. And I won? wanted to, I wanted to give him his flowers because uh-huh. he may not get a chance to get any more flowers. Oh yeah, because you know Star Wars is the Star only Wars he could ever be good at this at. point. It's going to be a billion dollar movie, like we, me and Ronald Matters talked about earlier. It's going to make the money, but it's it. No fans, critics, panned it at the same time. <coughs> Shout out to Cardi B. So Cardi B is icon a winner in the making. Cardi B is a winner because, as a rapper, she's got staying power. I want her. She ain't going nowhere. I want her lyrics to step up. I do as well. But as a rapper, she ain't not going nowhere. Bardi A. Cardi, uh, uh, it's cute. It's cool. not. Mm, it's, it's the not repetition factor will keep us in the club and we'll return up in halfway. Sleeping. I haven't heard it in the club yet, and I was in the club all weekend. I was at home, so I don't know. Well, I was in the club all weekend and didn't hear it once. I heard other in things. DC, nobody played Barty A. Cardi. Mm-hmm. Are they playing? Y'all tell us. Are they playing Barty A. Cardi somewhere else? Well, you picked her as your icon in the making. So. She still is. Okay. In the making. Defend it. Defend it then. That means she's not an icon today. <laughs> that means in the making. This is Future. like when Rihanna wore her hair still wrapped up to her icon award. But she was already icon at that point. She, I was like, she's being kind to you girls. She's, she was. But she, was she, was, being kind. she was an icon at that point. She's being very kind. Uh huh. She was already kind of that point, but I see Cardi B being in the vein of Rihanna because Rihanna is um, realistic, down to earth. We can get her. We understand mm-hmm. her. When she say shit, we're like, "Ooh, that was a real bitch she that said that." And Cardi B says some of the same shit. She's arguing right now about girls telling her not to put Offset in all her, all her lyrics, and she's like, "Well, girl, the nigga put." Two million? What, what a is half a million. A half a million dollar. I, yeah. A lot of millions. Millions. I don't have things. Any. Coins. Some your man can't do. Yeah. Money on my finger. He's mad enough for me. Hello. Every nigga ain't. Um, the nigga <laughs> put a lot of money on my um ring finger. Yeah. The nigga has amazing dick. Of course I'm gonna put him in all my lyrics. <laughs> the fuck? Beyonce are doing it. <laughs> the fuck? So I kind of in the making. I hope she gets better. Um, our two humanitarians are um, Daniel Smithers from, I mean, oh, not Daniel Smithers, Daniel Smithers. Mr. Smithers, Mr. Smithers from The Simpsons because it was very groundbreaking what happened to him this year. So uh, he came out. And so we've been knowing semi yeah. that yeah. he was kind of gay or gay adjacent. Um, he professed his love for Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a great big move for The Simpsons that is a, such a mainstream show. Um, to put someone 
he's already been the kind of a gay figure, but they definitely made him a gay figure. And he's figure. a main character on an yeah. animated series. On an animated series that is almost as old as I am and is still going. It's the longest running show on TV. Yep. There has never been a show running as long as The Simpsons. And so for some show at this height, at this platform, to recognize someone gay as Mr. Smithers, that's that's why I, I give that a humanitarian award. Um, and also my pick for humanitarian was Daniel Driffin, um, who spoke at the DNC um, conference last year for Hillary Clinton. Um, he's one of the co-chairs of the YBGLI, the Young Black Gay Leadership Initiative. Which every, I love. Every year they host a conference in a different city and they do their best to bring attention to black gay men and our issues in that state. So, Shout out to YBGLI. Shout out to Thrive SS, which Daniel is currently doing in Atlanta. And he also... Shout out to um, Red Door Foundation. Is a part of... He runs... I forget the name of it because I think it's called The Undetectables of Atlanta. Um, It's a group of HIV positive men who are undetectable. They get together and have dinners and come out and, you know, like coach each other through and be there for each other as... Mm. Black, gay, HIV positive men. In Can we Atlanta. get an undetectable group going in DC? Because it's a um, lot of them. So, so um, <laughs> our humanitarian <laughs> winner is Daniel Driffin because Absolutely. Daniel Driffin's work in the community is unprofound, and we love um, Mr. Smith is on The Simpsons. Yeah, it was just an extremely important. notable moment, but Mr. Driffin wins. Yeah, Daniel definitely wins for all of his work in the community Help with black, gay men. Come accept your crown all of America and in Atlanta where it's needed the most. Yeah. Our next category is um, Best Porn Star and I picked Chino Black. Shout out to my sister from my hometown. I love, 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 love. I love a chocolate uh, ass fat. He ain't that short. He's like, oh, well, you're 5'8", so you're short to me. But like, He's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, Y'all so. caught that shade, right? Chino Black is... He's not that short to me, um, but I love a chocolate, thick and juicy, cake ass nigga. It just mm-hmm. mm, smells good, tastes good, feels good. Things. How do you know that? Ooh. But Cash De Niro, who is our winner, is the winner. He has had the work ethic <laughs> Something about of a motherfucking Jamaican with 17 jobs because that nigga has been he in all... He host your party on Saturday, record the next video for Breedy Raw on Sunday. Shout a production coming out next Tuesday. He yeah. has been in all of the jobs all year. <laughs> I respect that nigga's grind hustle because not only was he in all of the spaces fucking, hosting... He was on Jack and Brandon Bester. He a Brandon Bester from yes. Squad DC. Okay, as well as well as I. Um, but again, he didn't say I'ma just wear this one hat. He said I'ma wear said. all the hats. And so that is what a porn star use your platform to do all the things. Yeah. And he did all the things in 2017. He took all the dicks. Wow. And they were beautiful. It was amazing. Kiss Great. De Niro. I'm, I've got plenty of nuts from them. Great photo shoots. Great photo shoots. We the photo shoots. That. He had a pretty ass asshole picture. I don't know who the photographer was, but he put it on his Twitter like four or five months ago or something like that. Uh-huh. And I almost wanted to make that the the screen screensaver. Screensaver is my phone that. because it was gorgeous. But you work in corporate America. But 
I, you know, anytime somebody called me, Cash Nero's asshole gonna be on the front of my phone, and I couldn't have that. But it's, it's saved in my phone. Yeah. Um, just to let y'all know. But photo shoots, just working, working, hustling. I don't know if he has a real day job. Shout out to Chino Black, but Cash De Niro definitely turned Yeah, shout turned out to it. Chino Black. The Gay Olympics, chill. Yeah. You get the gold. You get the gold. <laughs> Not the Magnum, because... Um, the She Tried It, because that's what you just did right there. Um, the She Tried It Award. Let's <laughs> try it. You're right. Um, our choices are Tina Campbell from Mary Mary. Mm. Um, not the one that's topping the charts, but the one that's topping our nerves. Mm. Um, and um, and not topping nobody. <laughs> Child, Tina Campbell. They say Mary Mary's a good Mary and a bad Mary, so mm. we know who the bad Mary is. Mm. Anything after voted for Donald Trump. Definitely wanted everybody to know it. And Anything after shackles, I don't care about them. Announced her. Um, it's the guy that me goes up. Did that come out after Shackles? It's the God in me. I agree. What? It was a pop single disguised in Christianity. Um, well, there's also Tamar Braxton's We Get the BT Awards. She tried that. And she she, she wanted us to believe she was singing live, but then she was shaking that wig. And I was like, it's a shake and go, and you can go off the stage with this. But she's done that multiple times with other colors of wigs. Um... So she definitely did try that. The one where she was in the video talking about something, I done messed around and found my worth. But I was like, it's you sure to put that in your hair. Because mm. that wig was like highlighter blonde at the top and firefighter red at the bottom. Vince didn't find her worth either, so there's that. So who's your winner so she for definitely the... Tried she it. tried it. She tried it. <laughs> uh, but Mary Mary was... Yeah, Tina Campbell. Tina Campbell, you tried the fuck out of this year. Yeah, I'm sorry. You tried it from beginning to motherfucking end. And then you tried it from the beginning because November of last year, you voted for the nigga. Sorry. You waited till this year to tell us that you voted for that nigga. And then wanted to cancel your tour on Instagram. It's because just, you know, enough of you guys do not seem excited enough about this tour. Because so you voted for that nigga. That's why we're not excited. Sweetheart, I bought my ticket on Ticketmaster. You know need your to demographic. message me on Ticketmaster and tell me the tour is canceled. Don't cancel the goddamn tour on Instagram. With a chair, you a picture you sitting in a chair. Ugly. I wanted still. to be sitting in my seat at the goddamn concert. Do you know it was only three of us coming anyway? Ugly. Save With me a, a cheap, seat and a cheap wig at that. Save me a seat. Show me that you spent my money somewhere because it, it was not in that wig. Two on Instagram. It was not in that wig. So you tried it. Throw you her away. Really <laughs> tried it. Throw her away as well. Oh wait, is that the award that she won? Oh no, she won the. She tried it. She, she tried. tried. We, she won two awards on tonight. <laughs> so you know how girls win two Grammys and they go home. So she tried it, and we need to throw her away. But we think got to throw. It's a tie. It might be. It might be. Let's come back to it. Um, throw her away. So the throw her away award goes to the um, conservative person on the panel at the View, Megan mm. McCain. Mm. She. It might be a tie then. She. She wants to look like Kelly Clarkson, but she doesn't have the political views. She has the weight, though. They're both <laughs> 250. That's classic. Is that classist? Is it? No. It's something. They're above you're, my class. You're doing so. something, and I'm calling you out. Oh. I don't know what the description is. Dope. Um, and then there's Antonio Biaggi, who said that mm. Beyonce was a nigger, you say? Yeah. What did he say? The we, So, like six episodes ago, we read Antonio Biaggi. You did. I did, for filth, um, because of his problematic statements about Beyonce. Not here for it. And his problematic ass statements about saying the word nigger. Um, are we here for that? 
No, We're not here I'm, for that. No. Okay. What the fuck would I be? I'm asking you because I don't know. We can have a separate conversation of who should say the word nigga and in what context they can say the word nigga and who can't say nigger. He said nigger. N-I-G-G-E-R. Oh. And I believe him to but be... But he's also a brown person. So why He's a brown person. He's that? from Colombia. He's from... I don't feel like he's West Indian. I feel like he's South American. Okay. But brown, yeah, no brown, less. yeah. But using the word nigger is on in, in a demeaning way, on purpose. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would love to throw her away, but she makes great porn. Uh, so we're not gonna fully throw her away. We're gonna kind of throw her away. You one of them girls that still eat Chick Fil A. That's what you sound like. It's like, well, I want to, but the chicken sandwiches. I got it. Because <laughs> I'm gonna give you the a- what's the ASM ASMR girl? What's yeah. her name? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of still eat Chick Fil A because the lemonade is good and the chicken nuggets wear me the fuck out. So I still do two to three times a year. <laughs> but yeah, Megan McCain has got to go. She's so drained. Well, my father, you know, when he he's a war veteran and. <clears throat> and her father is her father. Her whole is platform of, on being for the view is that she's the daughter of someone else. And whenever absolutely. you riding the coattails, the train, they're big coattails because the nigga is an American you. hero. He was I somebody can't. that went to war, got captured, got out of capture, came back, ran for public office all of the times, became a senator, ran for president. So the nigga is a certified American hero. Nobody can take that away from John McCain. But because you came out of his dick. Is not a credential no. for you to be cared about. So throw you the motherfucker away. And then she continues to sit up on the view. It's like, well, you know, all of my Republican friends and my con- no, my conservative friends, we were at the holiday party and they just thought that I was participating in fake news because Joy, you, you, you are. announced that this, and then I was sitting here. She just, also used to work at Fox, so mm, bye. You smell shitty already coming over <laughs> no. here. You smell shitty. So, Shit. Bye, um, Megan McCain. Girl. Good night. The real sexiest man in America. Woo! Our last award. The real sexiest man so, in America. So, uh, People Magazine tried it. Uh, Blake tried, Shelton. T- tried the fuck out of it. Blake Shelton, cool. Blake Shelton was awarded the sexiest man in America a few weeks ago. Their annual thing. He covered that they the magazine from the neck up. Yeah. Uh, that picture also was trash. Uh, but also, Blake Shelton ain't even sexy. Blake Shelton is sexy to Gwen Stefani, who's currently fucking him. Blake Shelton reveals how he lost 30 pounds. Also, whatever. Fat or skinny, Blake Shelton is not the sexiest man in America. I know 17 niggas that I would call the sexiest man in America before Blake motherfucking Shelton. Blake Shelton, y'all tried it. And in the row of they con- continuously say what sexy is and what sexy ain't and every time at the top of what sexy is is a caucasian man so shout out to michael b jordan who was one of our contenders for most the real sexiest man in america the real sexiest man in america is omari hardwick um yeah i was gonna you were supposed to let me announce that no i got so mad at somebody the, voted I'm still mad. 
in the comments that like bro y'all forgot about Amari and all of the sexiness Ghost gives us in power his character's name is Ghost in power how many times have y'all saw Blake Shelton's ass wow nobody's ever seen Blake Shelton's ass right I've never seen him in a sex scene really ever I've never because he's probably awkward he's probably awkward he probably don't have no stroke no rhythm that's why we've never seen that how many times have we seen Amari Hardwick's caramel smooth booty uh-huh. Seemingly giving somebody strokes. We don't know if he was really fucking these bitches or not. Oh, wow. It's a possibility. Because I would do that for my acting job. Listen, y'all, you just got to let Omari fuck you for a little bit for the scene. Okay. <laughs> the fuck? So, a haiku from Blake Shelton's, one of his most recent singles. It says, um, I'll hang the pictures. <sighs> you hang the stars. You pick the paint. I'll pick the guitar. Sing a song out there with the crickets and the frogs. It's crickets still. You name the babies, I'll name the dogs. That's cute. That makes him talent. Uh, that would, makes him a talented writer. I would like Bay to say like I can pick the paint and I can name the trends. You don't name. want Bay to say the word paint at all. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you don't <laughs> come from well, you a bottom's perspective. I don't you paint. Hey, the fuck? No. Um, he's a talented writer. I'm never gonna Blake take that Shilton away from him. Uh, but sexiest man in America, y'all tried it. The sexiest man in America is Omari Hardwick on this 2017. Um, so we decided today because we've been drinking um tequila. Shout out to Jose Cuervo. Then we're gonna do a bonus um segment um which is titled Leaving in 2017. Absolutely. And I'll go first because. You we never both, let me go first. Yeah, we've both uh, done videos on YouTube. If you have not seen a Royal Matters video or the Superman video, we've both done Leave It In XYZ Year videos. And so we definitely would be remiss in not telling y'all what to leave shit in 2017. Oh, my God. So um, this is not my here for it, uh, what I'm not here for. But we can definitely leave challenge videos in 2017. You know, rest in peace to the person who invented the ALS challenge because we was all pouring <laughs> water on ourselves and raising money for ALS. It was some niggas with draws on that was doing that. So, um, And I definitely enjoyed the Blizzard challenge. Um, I think it was like 2015, like right in smack dab of winter. Men were in their draws, um, jumping into like feet of snow and i enjoyed that but we also had to deal with the bow wow challenge in 2017 i'm like so we the the challenge videos went from something so great and then y'all just turned it into like the bow wow challenge i can't it's like faking on what you have and putting on fake apple watches and like oh i'm doing the bow wow challenge oh i think i'm cute oh i think i'm better than or oh this will go viral sweetie challenge videos went viral back in 2014 2015 it's 2017 girls not wearing pin curl trees with bobby pins no more we're doing raps or baby fat we're not doing those things anymore. or house of darion we're not wearing pele pele no more like you're like three years behind pele pele Iniche tees pele pele south pole <laughs> you never had no pele pele i can't afford it i don't know <laughs> cool we're not you're three four years behind. challenge videos are tardy for the party and no one watches the show Tardy for the Party, and we don't know why it still airs. I don't either. So, back to challenge videos. Leave those in 2017. Come up with something else that you want your people who support you to do. How about that? Please do. Um, my Leave It In 2017 uh, has to go to one of the best shows 
well, a character from one of the best shows of 2017. Oh, Beyonce. She wasn't on no shows, um, but yes, she wins everything. Um, Insecure was the breakout show of this year. Everyone talked about it all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of backlash for Lawrence because of what Lawrence he deserved did. it. Oh my God! Here we go. I'm gonna let you finish. You are. Uh, because of what he did or he, he did, it. <laughs> didn't I'm, I'm do. Let you, finish. you are. Um, and there's a extremely important psychological thing to prove why Lawrence is justified in everything he did. And that's why I'm going to throw away the Lawrence haters. People that hate Lawrence. Lawrence was a hurt person. And what do hurt people do? Cry. They hurt people. Call you at one in the morning. They do that as well. Hurt people hurt people. And, and you so, can borrow money. Oh my god. As well. Uh so when hurt people hurt people, you can't blame the originally hurt person. You hurt me. Huh? And then since I you hurt me, you can't blame me for hurting you back. Oh. Issa hurt Lawrence first. Wow. She cool. did. I'm going to let you finish. She did. She did. And so, to the Lawrence haters, to the anti-Lawrence Hive, I'm leaving y'all that since 2017. Because I'm intoxicated, I skipped a category. <laughs> the social media maven for slash mogul of the year is Jesus underscore really and um, at Bridgeforth, who is David Bridgeforth of DBQ, DBQ Magazine. Magazine. And we both unanimous. It's Unan- four syllabus. Four syllabus. <laughs> None of those words was right. I am intoxicated. None of those words was right. Unanimously. Preposterous. Nigga, that's your name. You should it's know the that. the only big syllable word I can know, remember. You should know that if you don't know nothing else. The word he's saying is we unanimously agreed that Bridgeforth slash DBQ Magazine was the social media maven mogul of the year. Yeah. Because January 2017... Didn't hear of it. Don't know it. Never seen it. Don't know what that feels like. Never been through I that. I didn't subscribe to it one year. It was decent. But this year he owned it, though, in promoting it and marketing it. Absolutely. And building his own personal brand. And I saw it for it. And I told him that I saw it for it. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to thrive in 2018. I wanted to get bigger because we don't have enough of those black LGBT examples we got a whole bunch of motherfucking white ones. Uh-oh. So, shout out to David Bridgeforth. Um, definitely the social media maven. You are the social media mogul of 2017. Of Continue to do your shit. Let me eat your ass. Um, social studies this week is the importance of crowdfunding in 2018. I know a lot of us will be creating um, small businesses thanks to um, Donald Trump's new tax plan. Ciao. <laughs> They're like, you should have a job, have a family, have an S corporation, a T corporation, a... And a dog. <laughs> child. Nigga, what? Dog's a third child. It is. Anyway, so three reasons why people connect to crowdfunding campaigns, and you need to know this for your own upcoming project or your business. One is that they connect to the greater purpose of the campaign. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, okay, here's an LGBT rapper. He seems to be talking about things that are relevant or... Oh, okay, this product 
this could go up against 3M for their um, don't poke a hole in your wall. Just put this up there, and then you can paste your things, on your Christmas wreath on the wall without having to poke a hole in your um, least unit. You know, what What can I connect to? It serves a greater purpose than just your thing. The second thing is that people connect to a physical aspect of it. Um, some creators have very interesting rewards. Like they'll say, hey, you can come be in the movie. We'll fly you out. One, how'd you get the budget to fly me out if you can afford to make the movie? But cool. Um, so definitely giving your people who support your campaign a poster a coffee mug, something that they can hold on to when they support your project. And the third thing is that you have a creative display of your campaign. When you're on Indiegogo, when you're on GoFundMe, when you're on Kickstarter, any crowd surfing, if you have to spend $300 to make sure you have a cute video, do that because you will definitely make at least three times that in your um, fundraising. So when you're thinking of, oh, I'm going to start my new project or, oh, I'm going to do this in 2018 and you look into crowdfunding for help, make sure you consider these three things that one, it might be a greater purpose than you. Two, that you have enticing rewards. And three, that your campaign is creative and it's well put together. The presentation is well put together. Cause don't get feel like bricks. Don't expect me to give you no money if you ain't get your own things together. So, there's social studies this week. Thanks. You sound gay. I am. LGBT elites. What's going on in social, not social studies, sexual health? Wow. So, our sexual health is going to be covered in my here for it. So, we're going to move along to songs for your soul. Um, my song for my soul this week is Rounds by K. Michelle. You just gave me going back to back. No pause. Uh. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, when I was listening to K. Michelle's album, I was definitely like, what's the sex song? Because when you're just to an R&B album, so you listen to the always... full, You listen to the full K. Michelle album? My hometown sis. Uh, yes, I listen to the full album. I know this is her last album with her record label, so she's not really... Vested, she's not even interested in promoting it. She's already said, like, come 2018, I'm Kimberly. Don't even call me K. Michelle no more. She's trying to distance herself from the name that she created with her record. She should be Kimberly because the last Kimberly that we put our faith in changed her face, her body, her waist, her titties, um, her ass, her rap, her everything. So we can stand uh, the new Kimberly. All I need is a shot in a pillow. I be home all alone, but we still go rounds, rounds. How you go rounds and you all alone? Because, you know, like, girls be hunching pillows. Women can hunch pillows up, and rub it up against their clitoris. And they... So, the song is about masturbation. Oh, it's a masturbation <laughs> the song. song. <laughs> yes. All right. I didn't realize the song was about masturbation until, like, the sixth list. And I was like, I like the... Okay, it's the slow. It sounds like a sex song. But what are the actual lyrics? And, I'm just confused at why I'm K. Michelle and I'm masturbating. Because I'm famous. I have money. Yeah. I can fly to dick here. I'm in here. different cities. I can time. fly to dick here if I want it. But why am I masturbating? So, but that's the power in it. I am this girl. I am that. I can do all of these. I can have all Oh, she's of masturbating because she wants to. So, the power in self-pleasure. All right. 
And I'm just like, repeat, <laughs> repeat, repeat. That's all I've really been listening to this week. This K Michelle. So this is your favorite song on the album? Yes. Um, she only had one hit on her album. <laughs> what do you call a hit? Um, Rounds by K Michelle. What's the song for your soul this week? Yeah. <laughs> These girls be calling queens queens and they be questionable. <laughs> um <laughs> And the song for my soul this week is La Madayo by uh, this young man and Cardi B. Uh, his name is Ozuna. So it's better than K. Michelle. Uh, yeah, everything is better than K. Michelle this cool. week. Cool. Um, but it is a love song that Cardi B is doing with this other young obscure artist. Uh, and I love it so much because it is a full Spanish debut for Cardi B. Cardi B is obviously Dominican, obviously speaks English, but none of her songs to date have been fully Spanish. They've been Spanish adjacent, Spanish-ish, but this song, she rapped and sung in Spanish, and it's a love song. And we don't hear no love songs from Cardi B. We hear, let me wrap my weave up, I'm the trap Selena, Domino Gasolina. You can have all of that. Yeah, cool. That's what we hear from Cardi I B. I never turned up to those types of things. He a liar. Um, <laughs> and and so to hear a love song and a love song in Spanish telenovelas, I loved it. It is definitely the song for my soul this week. La Madayo, L A M O D E L O. If you can't spell it right, my here for it this week is definitely. I am um, tired of people who saying that they got to be married by a certain age. They got to adopt by the time they're 37. They got to be building their second house by the time they're 40. Sweetheart, miss, it's cute that you have goals. And I just went over all of the things in my social studies segment. I want you to have the tools you need to complete those goals and be successful and be happy. But, sir, if you don't find a man by... Oh, I was talking to an older trade. I told you I um, have an older trade friend who's... In his mid-40s. You have a lot of older trade friends. I like him older. Don't judge me. And so, um, he was telling me that he was on Jacked. And, you know, like, from the profiles, he was like, oh, my God, this guy has gray hair in his picture, so I'm going to click on it. And then he was looking at all the pictures, and he was intrigued by the body. And, you know, all the pictures gave you a certain thing. And then so he tuned in to the words. And the the words on his profile were just, oh, my God, I can't believe it's not butter. Spray. Um, but then the, no margarine. the age was he was 65 and he was like oh this guy's old and creaky I can't believe he is 65 and still on jacked Rona Maddox is this what we gonna come to and when y'all are all 65 y'all still gonna be on jacked looking for sex and looking for love um sir I was 13 and I was rushing to get on tinder and facebook and so yes, that's what we're that's where we're gonna be and you need to quit being ages and you in your forties and you being ages. And so they're just And in your forties because <laughs> uh somebody twenty looking at you the same way you looking at this sixty five year old man. <laughs> yeah. Stop pretending. Wrap your weave up. Nobody over the age of thirty, you know, I remember when they used to be so cute, I was like, Oh, I'm twenty two, you know, like nobody over the age of thirty and then try you get there, and then, and then you get to thirty, and you're like, oh no, thirty's thirty's not that bad. Thirty nine, oh forty two. You generous. Oh, first off, you <laughs> you're very generous. Um, 
So, yeah, oh it, it's always in the eyes of the beholder. And until you get to these positions, until you get to 30, until Child. you get to your 40s, until you get to your 50s, stop pretending that you was never that same 20-year-old that was like, Oh, I don't know oh somebody. He's got 30, gray hair in his picture. A 31. And that's my age cap. Nigga, you are 40. You are the old nigga that they're talking about. Uh-oh. Is that the future of dating? Just, uh, just everybody It's with not those, the future. It's the present. It's always been the present. Everybody with the, no, just overall, everybody with these, if I don't do this, but I'm so-and-so, I'm going to so-and-so. What does that mean? Like, okay, so when that doesn't happen, then what? The same thing happened in the 80s. Y'all like, put mental health issues on yourself because like, oh my God, I didn't finish my master's by the time I'm 25, so I should just kill myself. And you're sitting in therapy and your therapist is sitting there telling you, you have so much to be grateful for. So I should kill myself if I haven't fiz- finished my master's by 35? Oh, I said I 25. Oh, I was going to say, because I know, can people end, have those. I can end it now. I need to be married by the time I'm 30, sweetie. Champ. Mm. 30 is when you st- can fit, finally figure out... <laughs> What they finally know what their interests are, so they can't tell you what if you the right one by the time they're 30. I know for myself, <laughs> I bullshit. I bullshit. I, 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 <laughs> I hope you're here for something this week. As we go, I'm not into the new year. I'm not, neither one of us are here for something this week, so we are uh tardy. We're true. We talked about that, but yeah. we're tardy and we're truant. You 65, <laughs> that means real late. I've been here a long time. Um, I'm not here for the people that have not listened to the last 40 episodes of this show Uh-oh. that I have consistently talked about prep usage, prep awareness, prep behavior, all of those things. Knock, um, knock is prep. Okay. <laughs> Answer the door. Um, people are pretending that since prep does not... Shield you from herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, HSV. What's HSV? HPV. Oh, cool. HPV. Any of the other sexually transmitted diseases or infections that child, she's non-valid. And I would like to point to the fact that the flu vaccine saves tens of millions of lives because before the flu vaccine, tens of millions of people were being killed by influenza. Mm-hmm. And so we don't look at the flu vaccine and say, girl, you invalid. I can't go to work if I have not had my flu vaccine. You dry. <laughs> you unimportant. We will cancel you on the schedule. Don't we can't, we can't, we can't <laughs> use you because you don't cure niggas from, from meningitis. Yeah, sorry. So since you're not the end all, cure all, be all, I don't use you. Nobody looks at the flu vaccine in that way. The mm-hmm. flu vaccine has become extremely universal in healthcare around the world. And... PrEP is a new drug, and it should become just as universal around the world. It don't have to fucking cure herpes. It don't have to fucking cure chlamydia. It don't have to cure fucking gonorrhea. What it stops is the STD and STI that has killed more people than any other STD or STI. And that's fucking it. It don't have to do all the other bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's all important. No, it's... No, well, diseases are bullshit. Okay. And infections are bullshit. Amen. It don't have to cure those things. It cures the one Just taking the girls that's out. <laughs> killed tens of millions of people. We have an AIDS day. We don't have a gonorrhea day. Ain't no chlamydia day. Can you look it up? Can you find me a, a herpes day or HPV day? We have an AIDS day. We have an AIDS quilt because there are tens of millions of people that are gone. Gone. Can't come back. 
We might have had three Beyonces this decade, but we'll never know because the shit that took girls out. So stop denying mm. what the fuck this goddamn drug is doing and wake the fuck up. You don't have to take it. That's fine. That's for you, yourself, and your career. But stop getting out here on the internet pretending that it's not what it is. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's saving lives. Hundreds of thousands of lives by this measure, by now. And so I'm not here for the girls that are still denying shit 40 episodes in. I have said it, and I'm going to continue to say it if I need to say it for 40 more episodes. Tune in. Make sure you subscribe to Here For A Podcast. Uh, you always so uh, powerful with your words. It's time for our last call. So we're going to do a toast to episode 42 here for a podcast. In the last episode of 2017, thank you guys for tuning in for all 42 episodes, especially if you've watched or heard um, all 42 episodes. Thank you. This is to you guys. My last call. Come on, Jose. My last call goes to the app, Appalition, A-P-P-O-L- I-T-I-O-N, which supports um, National Bailout, which helps black people get out of jail. So, you make all of your regular purchases as usual. It's kind of like the Bank of America Keep the Change um, program. But Appalachian, they um, take, if you made a purchase of 87 cents, they take your um, 13 cents and give it to black people who need to reach bail. Um, the app launched a month ago and has already collected sixteen thousand wow. dollars. So you know it's helping people of color, especially minor- minorities, um, get out of jail in their time of need because we don't always have the money, and this app is definitely helping people. So check out Appalachian, which is helping us get out of jail. That's my last call. Absolutely. Um... Shout out to the black person who invented it. We need as much help as we can get because obviously public defenders are uh, supposed to be great help. Uh, and oftentimes they land people of color back in jail and in jail for longer sentences. Child. And that's not a read to people that are public, public defenders, defenders because thank we you love for you. what you do, but you need to tighten your shot group. And when I say tighten your shot group, uh, it's a military term. Look it up. Um, my last call this week is to... Um, niggas that are listening to this that are not subscribed to us on Patreon. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. I appreciate your <laughs> listenership. Uh, I really, really We do, do love you guys. Um, but there are thousands of you niggas out there. Thousands. 31,816. Continue to listen. Um, continue to get your life. Continue to get whatever education or shade you feel you can get from this podcast. But, um... I would appreciate if you would put a dollar towards our podcast. You listen every week, sometimes faithfully. Sometimes you look forward to it. Sometimes when the episode comes up late, you're in Ronald Matters' inbox, you're in my inbox and saying, girl, where the episode Oh, 31,956. I was off by 100. But sometimes, yeah. sometimes that can be you. Because I'm, I'm not going to point you out. We love you guys. I'm not going to point you out, but sometimes that could be you. And you're not subscribed to our Patreon. So I encourage you to go over to Here For A Podcast Patreon and subscribe for at least a dollar. You want to hear us cackle, kiki, throw shade, some knowledge here and there. 
help us continue to do that in 2018. There's the My- bonus videos, bonus audio clips. There's like other stuff that we don't even post where you're listening to us right now. It's on our page. And some things that here for yeah. a hive, people that donate over $25 a month see that you'll never see. Uh-oh. Including notes. <laughs> oh, then what are we doing now? <laughs> you want to be the ASMR queen so bad. <laughs> So, my last call is to you people, guys I'm and gals, that are, because uh, the blacks, I love <laughs> my black, I love my African American over there. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and so, my last call is to my African Americans over there that have not uh, donated to the Patreon. Please, it is the holiday season, open your wallet like you open Whoa. your pussy. Wow. Um, what? And give us a dollar. Problematic. You preposterous. You trying to steal my name. <laughs> Thank you guys for all the love, all the support, all the attention. 2018 is coming. And Bobby pin your wig down because 2018 is about to be a whirlwind. Write down your outline for your greatness. Don't just think about it. Write it down. When you see it on the page, it helps you. Post it on your refrigerator. Definitely um, get some life insurance because we want GoFundMe's for um, projects that's going to take us to the future, not just to bury girls of the past. No and... shade. Get your life over at Patreon.com forward slash here for a pot. Thanks. Bye. See you next week. Happy New Year. See you in 2018. Ah. I don't suck dick.